What's good, y'all? Welcome back. We're back, and we have a special guest this episode. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? <laughs> we got the code-switching king himself back, back again. <laughs> I'm if, back. If y'all one of the OGs and y'all listen to the Hustle and Glow version, then y'all listen to the episode she with Jay. I know. I was like, <laughs> what was our old name? Yeah. Um, so y'all listen to the episode with Jay where we talked about code switching, ring, what was ring ring? Who is this? Mm-hmm. Ring ring. <laughs> that was a good name. That was a good name. We had creative names. We need to keep keep the Our names are so creative, don't do that. They are. But they were they were super creative then. We have to keep the creativity the going. March Madness. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. March is that month. Okay. If there was a oh, bad man, bitch of months, it's March. Somebody's okay? birthday must be coming up. Right. Somebody's because, birthday. I don't know who's. Let me tell y'all, it's my birthday month. <laughs> it's women's history month. It's social work appreciation month. Okay. Daylight savings coming back. The good come one. on. The good come one. on. It's gonna warm up. The good it's gotta one. Be summer. The spring four. Forward. Right. We lit this month. It's St. Patrick's Day, Green, We Love Money. All I mean, that. it's a bad bitch month. Right. <laughs> I can't. Y'all better respect March when y'all see it. March has been treating me well. March so is a far. good month. This is literally, though, when, like, you know, like the seasonal depression, like, do y'all get seasonal depression? Like, when it get cold outside, you start to get, like, funky? I don't get seasonal depression, but I just don't like the winter. Yeah. No, I just. I'm in my prime in the summer. (laughs) Well, people who do, that's when you start to come out of that funk when March come around the corner. We're going to to Mexico in March. We are going. Oh Lord, I'm stressed. I got to get past this week first before I can even really think about Mexico. I ordered me some stuff today. I couldn't. I paid my rent today, so I couldn't I paid do my nothing rent today else. Too, and I'm finally out of that ghetto apartment complex. Yeah, shout out to sis. She bought a house. Hey. Amen. Shout out. Dang, I'm the only non-homeowner at the table. Sure. It's okay. Dang, the ghetto. It takes <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. y'all. So we're going to jump right into one of our topics. So y'all know, um, have y'all heard that Vanessa Bryant is suing the company that, I guess, Gave the, he- the pilot his license. I don't know how you... The helicopter company. The helicopter yeah. company, basically, that was a part of the crash. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I heard about it um, earlier um, this week on a sports podcast, and they were basically saying, like, there was a list of reasons why um, she was doing it, but just it's more so for her to hold the manufacturing company accountable Mm -hmm. for, like, future events. Like, just to make sure that they're in their P's and Q's about making sure the pilots are prepared in, like, inclement weather situations Mm -hmm. or make sure that the craft is, you know, ready to go in any type of situation. So she's looking out for other people to not suffer through a situation like she's going through now. Yeah, um, yeah. So big ups to her, man. I know she's going through a lot right now. Yeah, that's my heart too. breaks for her. Mm-hmm. I, when I first heard about it, which I first saw it on Twitter, which I fact check most things that I see on Twitter just because. But at first they were saying she's suing the pilot, and that kind of hurt my feelings a little yeah, bit, that's just because I was like, "Dang, he died too." Yeah, and he has a family as well. Yeah, who's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I guess my biggest thing was whether she was suing the pilot or the company, for me, I just am like, oof. Well, it makes me nervous because I feel like when you take that step, and big upstar for taking that step, I do, yeah. but you put yourself in a position for some somebody to clap back. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, and this is just completely hypothetical, what if they come back and they say, actually, we informed him of the weather conditions. He actually was the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who wants to hear that? It's right. always two sides to the story. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, like you said, there could always be, like, the notion that they were informed or, like, we find out more truth mm-hmm. to the story that mm-hmm. maybe it was supposed to be covered up. But from what I heard, um, that she was suing the manufacturing company of the helicopter, and then to get out of it, the helicopter company was then going to sue or place the blame on the pilot who is deceased and can't defend himself, right. uh, but do that in Which order sucks. to get mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. her suing them. So it's definitely a crooked world, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind, though. Me and my friend were talking about it, and I was like, I would just be scared to death to do that for what they try to say because it, nobody wants to hear anything negative right. and like the first honestly a lot of people have i've seen people debate it like just on different social media platforms and a lot of people have said what if kobe y'all saying oh that pilot because some people were saying the pilot mm-hmm. was wrong he shouldn't have let them fly in the fog um but some people were like but what if kobe was like we're doing it who's gonna say no to kobe but that's true but also as a pilot you need to know what you can fly right. in yeah and like it really that, don't that's matter. your decision kind of like, you know, this is safe to fly in or it's not. Like you kind of have to have your perspective there because yeah. you're the professional. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it don't, I mean, I understand like Kobe being the stature of who he was, but mm-hmm. it could be Kobe, Obama, Jesus. Right, like that's not with safe you to fly being the plane. professional, you got to explain to them no matter what your stature is or what you think like. This is what I'm trained to do. This is my exactly. profession. So. Right. And this yeah. plane will not move unless yeah. it's safe. I agree with yeah. that. But that I feel like that's a strong-minded mentality. And I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people, a lot of professionals are not that strong-minded. Yeah. And I also feel like it's one of those things where we'll never know because all the people that were there are not here to tell the right. story. Right. So. Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't even want somebody to try to pretend. Like, just to yeah. get out of it and be like, well, we always tell our pilots to inform the clients of the weather mm-hmm. conditions. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want. Because that's going to, like, when you're already mourning, that's right. going to really. That's why it kind of bothers me that the manufacturing company would go ahead and sue the pilot mm-hmm. like to try to get out of it. Like, y'all are a company. That's a person yeah. who lost their lives and has a family. Yeah. All they care about is money, man. Right. That's yeah, all exactly. money and brand. Like, anything mm-hmm. to keep their money They don't want flowing. a bad name. Right. Yeah. I agree 100% with the whole you as a professional. Like, I feel like that's even like a doctor. If a surgery is going to be dangerous or whatever, it don't matter if that person is like, I want it, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. You as a doctor need to be like, we'll go to somebody else because right. exactly. I'm not... I'm not risking my career and my, I guess, sanity, really. Livelihood, that's so, yeah. everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is everything. Because you got to deal with that at the end of end the day. End of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of people, like, even, like, obviously this is not as detrimental, but, like, have you ever been to, like, a hairdresser or, like, a barber? Well, probably not for a barber, but, like, you want something, and they're like, no, it's not good, like, don't dye your hair, like, I, I and they refuse to do it, but then you got some who will do whatever you ask them to do, regardless of they if your hair it, is going to yeah. fall out your head, <laughs> regardless of, mm-hmm. I feel like it's always those two people in any profession. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, it's people that's going to 
be about getting their money regardless. Exactly. Of the outcome. And then they'll blame it back on you like, well, you asked for it. So mm-hmm. they don't want to, like, take blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people, a lot of people I saw had opinions on, like, the fog. Like, some people were like, come on, y'all, it's 2020. We got to know better. Like, right. why would you get on a helicopter with that weather? But I feel like that's easy to say. It's yeah, easy to it say. It is when you're not in a situation. And it's always easy to say after the fact. Right. Like, you mm-hmm. see what happened because of the fog. So it's easy to say, like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. But this man... His entire NBA career flew in planes to mm-hmm. and from practice, to and from yeah. games after he was out of the league, was doing the same thing with his daughter. So, like, that trip for them was, like, us driving to work every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think about dying in a car crash until you get into that car crash because mm-hmm. it's something that you do so routinely. Right. And y'all know, like, planes are the least, like, it's very rare that a plane crashes. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you you would die in a car crash before you would die in a plane crash. Right. 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 Yeah. But a lot of, like, not necessarily planes, but, like, crop dusters, helicopters, things of that sort crash, like, around mm-hmm. that same time. Mm-hmm. It's the smaller planes, like, mm-hmm. the helicopter and stuff. Like, my um real estate teacher, her husband, was a pilot, like, for a private plane, mm-hmm. and he was killed in a... Um, a plane crash just coming from like Statesville to Charlotte. It's crazy. Yeah. That crazy. is insane. But this is sad. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. It is sad. Okay, moving Rest on in to peace, a, Kobe. Yeah. Wait, right. no. Did y'all see the coronaviruses in North Carolina? I did. Actually, we got an email about it today at my job uh, in Wake County. Washington. What's hands. that, Raleigh? Yeah. Yeah. Know. Okay, I just had to say that real fast. Yes. Yeah. Wash <laughs> your hands and go vote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you went out and voted. Yeah. I see. Yeah. They had a meeting. Actually, they sent out an email about coronavirus being in North Carolina today, and they had a meeting about it yesterday. And me and my friend Hannah was sweating. We were like, okay, all right. Yes. We was opening doors with our elbows. (laughs) We we was pressing the elevator with our elbows. We was like, hell no. Right. Because we work in a public building. Anybody and everybody can come up in there. I still think Trump planted it. I Very possible. Side note, also about coronavirus, and then we're going to really move on, but y'all know people really not drinking Corona beer because of the coronavirus? People are dumb. <laughs> like, how dumb can you be? <laughs> I really hope that shit go on sale, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I can buy it up. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> we're going to drink Corona for Tamara's birthday. For real, we're going to get lit. Y'all keep on not buying that Corona. Go ahead. <laughs> Let that, that Corona go on sale. Cheap. Y'all need to stop eating them rats and bats, because apparently that's what caused it. Right. Right. But, all right, y'all. So, last episode for the faithful listeners, we did five shows you could watch to get Uh, to know me. I need six. (laughs) So, we're bringing it back (laughs) this episode, but we're going to do top five artists that you could listen to to get to know us. So, who wants to go first? So, I would go first, but I really need six. And let me tell you why. So, I'm going to tell y'all why. Okay, so I would say J. Cole, Drake. And then I would say Janae Iko, her, and Summer Walker. But I need a ratchet person, so I need six. <laughs> okay, but I feel like, and I could be wrong, that you're saying your favorite artist. So tell me why those five people would help people get to know you. Okay, so J. Cole, because he's deep and he talks about real things. It's not just like surface True. level, like artists. And Drake, too, kind of the same thing, but he kind of puts like an emotional side to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Janae Iko, she gets me more, like, that's more so, like, on my spiritual level of things. Like, I feel like she's still speaking to my soul or whatever, but it's, like, 
it, it's just it's a deeper side of me. Okay. And then um, who did I say? Summer Walker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because she's still like kind of her music's still kind of classy, but then she still says what she needs to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's what four. Yeah, and then I think your last one was uh, Drake, J Cole, her, Summer Walker. Oh no! So I said Janae Aiko and Summer Walker. Okay, mm-hmm. so her. If I have to say yeah. five, then I would take her out of it because I feel like she kind of <laughs> has the same. Oh, but I love SZA too. Um, uh, we. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. But how it's it not, relates to you, though? Yeah, it's not your favorite, though. Okay, so Summer Walker. Um, I would say Janae Aiko. I love SZA and her, but they kind of had the same flow as Summer. I put them in my Summer Walker and Janae Aiko. <laughs> Category or whatever, so then I would have to go with Little Boosie. <laughs> not <Because> little, <laughs> little, little Boosie. Boosie. <laughs> no, but then I don't know if it's Boosie or Gucci because I have a ratchet side too. Like when I like to turn up, I like to turn up, and that's how I'm gonna turn on most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know which one. Okay, okay. Gucci or Boosie? If I was in high school, I would probably go with Gucci. I mean, that I feel like they're two different ratchets. I feel like Boosie is definitely like, two different ratchets. Well, I'm going with Gucci. With Gucci, you got to say old Gucci or new Gucci because that's okay. two different old people Gucci. too. <laughs> old Gucci is my fifth. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Jay, okay. you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Um, I have a couple similar ones. Definitely, um, J Cole, uh, North Carolina bred guy, but he's like I, I listen to J Cole and appreciate him because of. Um, how authentic he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a rapper that you can listen to and you literally understand every single word that he says and he breaks it down to you to paint the picture. Um, and I feel like I, I think from that logical aspect, when I like move the way I move, I try to break things down logically and paint a picture for people to understand um, where I'm coming from. Also one of my favorite rappers. Um, Drake, of course, like Drake undefeated. He the GOAT. Um, at least of our generation, in the fact that he's versatile, like he just Drake, has a way of saying things, and everything slaps. Yeah. Like it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter what genre or how he delivers it, he finds a way to make it appealing to a majority of his audience. So, how does um, that relate to you? Though? And I, I think that that relates to me because I'm a I'm a people pleaser in the in the sense that like I can move in different crowds. Um, I know how to be. It's kind of going back to the code switching thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to be business professional. Um, I know how to be ratchet. I know mm-hmm. how to be clean cut, um, but I know how to get it out the mud at the same time. So mm-hmm. um, I just feel like for me, I'm versatile in the same way that like Drake can be versatile to the world. Um, let's see, who else was I looking at? Um, Drake, J. Cole. Oh, the baby, of course. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, you, you was definitely <laughs> tripping. This because like the other episode, you was going crazy on the baby. And I, I was love like, Yo, him. Olivia, she really liked the baby like that. But um, yes. <laughs> the baby is simply because of Charlotte. Like mm-hmm. anybody that knows me, I rep Charlotte. Like, Did you know him? Nah, okay. I didn't. Um, but anybody that knows me, like I rep Charlotte anywhere I go. Like Charlotte mm-hmm. people have a way of just letting you know, like they're a nigga from Charlotte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm definitely one of those people. Um. Those were like the three off gate I knew. I would say the fourth would be, um, the fourth would be future, and I don't really have like a in depth reason for why. Like I have future a story about future. Remind me, me to tell y'all when we're off air. Okay. <laughs> um, 
but future i just feel like i feel like future keeps keeps up with the culture and i mm -hmm. try my best to like keep up with the culture um but he does his own thing like he's unapologetic like you know he sings about the females that break his heart but he still talks about the hoe that he is to this day like mm -hmm. he's just unapologetic about who he is drake and future had one of my favorite albums yeah, yeah. definitely um and they're coming out with another one too yes. um and then the fifth one i would say this is actually um he's not a celebrity yet but one of my boys his name is swank uh, or his rap name is swank shamir jackson um shamir's uh from a small town 252 um, and he just, he keeps it real. He reminds me a lot mm -hmm. of J. Cole, but it's somebody that I actually know, um, met yeah. him in college and then just getting to know him and his story and understanding who he was and like hearing him rap. Like he, he always, he had a, a phrase like in due time. I'm a big mm -hmm. believer in like things come in time, right. you know, everything comes in due time. Um, he just actually signed to a label or to, oh, signed cool. a record deal a couple months ago. Um, and he's talked about that for years. So mm -hmm. it's just like the fact that he stayed true to himself, he straight, he stayed true to his circle um, is a huge accomplishment for him to get to where he is now. He's gonna continue to to build and to grind. Um, he's been going on tour with Rhapsody, so shout out to Rhapsody. Um, I know a lot of people know her as, uh, you know, hot female artist now. Mm -hmm. um, but those would, those would be my top five people that like yeah. relate to my life. Those were good. We should bring them on the show. I'm trying to do like a segment of like NC artists. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, I really want to do that. Yeah, so we've been talking about that. Yeah. yeah, Like maybe like take two months to just feature like a couple artists. Yeah, yeah that I would got y'all. Shout out Swain. I feel like people don't like hype our artists enough. It's a lot of talented True. people in NC. True. Shout yeah. out Swank, Swank252 if you want to follow him on social media. Um, but I'll definitely plug y'all in. Jay yeah. gonna bring him on the show. We gotta Jay get him on bring the show. Him out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your turn. So I think my five is funny because I have some similar artists to both of you. Well, one you said and one two you said, one you said, I think. Um, okay, my number one, number one, absolute number one is Janae Aiko. Like <laughs> absolute. absolute. Like, no questions asked. If you know me and I don't mean like surface level, like you kinda know me, you follow me, like you know me to mm -hmm. my core then you already know. I don't have to explain yeah. it. But, <laughs> like, she's just my spirit animal. I think if I was Asian, that, well, she's, like, a lot of different things, actually. But that is how, like, I would live my life. But, um, so she's small, obviously, like me, mm -hmm. but, like, extremely powerful. Um, she speaks her mind. She's very free-spirited, and I'm extremely free-spirited. Um, she's, like, into all of, like, the... I guess psychological and self care and things like that. She's a Pisces, so that's already um, <laughs> something that we have in common. Um, Tamara was ready with her artist. She was. She I, knew. I, 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 it took me a long time. Though. I was sitting there thinking while y'all were talking. I top ten to really describe myself. <laughs> but Janae, like all day, every day. That's yeah. That's my bitch. Um, <laughs> Number two for me is probably going to be Rihanna. Um, she's also a Pisces. Um, but I think Rihanna is just my crazy side. She is. Like, You're doing a good job explaining yourself. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I just feel like she's just my crazy side, like love, hard lover side. Um, like, 
I don't want to say ratchet. Ratchet's not the word, but like she's like, I feel like Rihanna's like middle fingers up. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Unapologetic. Like, yes, exactly. Don't she got her album name? Yes. Yeah. Yes, unapologetic. Exactly. That is me, and that is I think why Rihanna is like an artist that you would get to know me by listening to. Um, and this is in no particular order. Well, Janae is. Everybody else is in no particular. <laughs> Um, I would also have to throw Ariana Grande in there. Um, really? Yeah, because she's also little, um, and I just feel like when you're small, is she little? Yes. yes. She looks yes. tall to me for some reason. Maybe it's just the angles that they be getting. Yeah, she's tall. I mean, she's small. <laughs> she's small. <laughs> I meant to say she's small. Um, it's kind of funny though because they both, her and Janae, both dated Big Sean. So like, maybe wow. I need a, maybe I need a Big Sean. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, another episode. Um, anyways, but yeah, Ariana, because um, like I said, she's small, and I just I just feel like when you're small, like there's you can just relate to other small people. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense, which it just if you're small, you know what I mean. And um, so that, but also like I feel like she's super girly, super like women's empowerment. Like, um, if you listen to, like, one, for example, her song NASA, she's like, one small step for woman, one giant leap for womanhood. Like, she's like, uh-huh. she'll change, like, phrases to be about women. And she's, like, super um, about women's empowerment, which I am, too. And she's also, like, a lover um, and sweet but sassy. And I feel like that's me. J. Cole is on my list, and now that y'all explain why y'all picked him, I'm kind of debating if I should have him on my list. But originally, I was just thinking he's versatile, and so am I. Like, he can put out songs that make you bop, but then also songs that make you think. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have, like, those two contrasting sides to me as well. Um, And then my last one was hard, because I was going back and forth between 21 Savage and Cardi B. Um, Cardi would literally just be because that's my ratchet side, but like I don't think I relate. I don't think her music and I relate in any other way other than my ratchet side. But Twenty One, I feel like well, he's from England and I lived there for a while, so I feel like we kind of relate in that aspect. And I did not know he was from England. Uh huh. Yeah. And like he's just I don't know. He's just there's a savage side to me too. So I just feel like that savage piece of his music you could listen to and get to know like my savage side so yeah i don't know 21 or cardi b is kind of like but i think i'm more 21 we should have done the top 10 no city girl you're not a city girl no no more this is not my favorite this is just i don't think you could listen to city girls and get to know i thought city girl was part of you really (laughs) wow tell me how you really feel jay when you and libby live together (laughs) yeah yeah y'all was different but I think if you listen to their music, the shit they be talking about, like scamming niggas and like, I ain't about that life. I don't, <laughs> I don't live true. that life. <laughs> That's true. I've never been a City Girl fan. I like them. Facts. I definitely like I can't. them. The voice kills me. Nah. Kills me. Yeah, but. I would have to be stupid drunk to be able to <laughs> turn up to that. They be on some like, take his wallet while he's sleeping shit. Like, I don't live my <laughs> life scammer. like that. I, yeah. I can't stand a scammer. I can't either. I True can, scammer. I don't understand how you wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, and know you literally about to just go take other people's hard-earned money all yeah. fucking day like, long. Like, go to work like everybody else. All yeah. fucking day Y'all long. Y'all know that's my field. I see it all the time. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm literally like, what? Like. The, the I've seen it all. In. Like yeah. I have seen it all. 
How do you look at yourself? You literally go around going to gas stations, changing the car, reading machine shit. Some people live their life like that. Like, that's how some people make their living. That shit pisses me off. Y'all think Forex is a scam? Hell yeah. I don't know what it is, to be honest. Shout out to everybody that's doing it and making money, but stop hitting me up because I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I think, okay, so this is how I feel about it. I feel like there's some things that are legitimate, but in this legitimacy, there's some scams it's a scam. going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I feel like Forex market is legit, but I feel like some of the ways that things are going yeah. is there, there's some scamming in there at the same time. Yeah. Because anything that can't be explained is thoroughly like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess what confuses me, and I have very limited knowledge on Forex, is that, but from what I do know, is that people say it's not a pyramid scheme, but then you literally have a pyramid structure where you have people under you who are earning money and it spreads from the top to the bottom. And I'm like, is that not a pyramid? And let me tell you this also. Hopefully nobody that I work with listens to this. But <laughs> <laughs> anything that's quick cash... Is questionable. Anything Definitely. that you're pulling out cash quickly is questionable because why do the funds just not sit there? Uh, Next, yeah. before I get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I I, like Jay said, shout out to everybody that's doing it, but. I'm going to cut that out. I just. <laughs> I, you, you ain't cutting out shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. Anyways, moving on. So we're going to get into one of our meteor topics. Um, so I saw a post on Twitter basically. So Jamari I, put something in our wine, by the way. It's the mustard burn. <laughs> it is hot. It is hot. <laughs> Had to take the jacket off. Oh, she put something in there. It is hot. Um <laughs> so I clicked on it. Like y'all know how you can respond to yourself and create a thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I obviously just saw the initial tweet. And then clicked on it to read the thread because I was like, Ooh. literally when I read it, I was like, let me, I got to I got to read this. Mm-hmm. So I think the tweet said, I might have it screenshotted in my phone, but basically she was like, PSA, men do not have, have to disclose to you that they're bisexual. And then she was like, follow me a minute on this. So that's how I knew there was going to be a thread. Yeah. So basically, I clicked on it, and in her thread, she was basically saying, like, what, like, or do you disclose all your sexual partners from the moment that you start talking to somebody? Like, do you say this is who, who all I've slept it's with? Different. No. So why should a man who's bisexual have to be like, oh, I've slept with this many men, this many women, whatever? Um, she was basically saying, like, when you think about the reasons that you would want to know that, you have to understand that you're you're being biased because she was like the reasons people give are like what if he leaves me for a man she was like but couldn't couldn't (laughs) she was like couldn't any man a man who was straight she's delusional listen listen to her reason she's she basically was saying if you're gonna give the argument why what if he leaves me for a man couldn't a man who's into just women leave you for a woman too and then she was like if you're gonna say the whole thing about stds anybody can give you an std that's discriminatory to feel like just gay people have STDs or bisexual people have STDs. So basically she was just saying when you think about what reasons it is that you need to know, it actually isn't real. And if he's with you, he's with you. And why? Basically challenging people to say why should a man have to beforehand tell you that he's bisexual? Because, I and I, I feel like it's that both ways. Because it's, I have nothing against People who date the same sex, like, do what you do. But at the same time, it's not really 
the natural thing. So it's just kind of like, I would want to know. And I'm sure if some I was dating somebody, I mean, men don't really care because men are freaks. But it, it's just, I, I feel like you should disclose that. Especially because, I mean, yeah, the disease goes into play with it too. It's a higher risk than you getting That's a what disease I was gonna from say. somebody yeah. else. It's like, so you can always throw out a fact. Like, the fact of the matter is you can get an STD from anyone. Yeah. Like, that's, that's common knowledge. But the higher probability had, like, to our knowledge has been that in gay communities, like, there's mm-hmm. a higher rate or a higher chance. Like, when the HIV AIDS epidemic broke out, it was told to the world, like, this comes from the gay community. Whether that's true or not. Right. Whether that's true or not is the yeah. key part. Because yeah. But I'm saying, like, if, if even if, and we would need to do more research, I'm not, like, blaming the gay community for um, STDs. Because, again, everyone, like, every sexual group has STDs in their community it's more so on you to be smart about Mm -hmm. knowing your partner and who you're having sex with in my opinion also in my opinion and this is probably an ignorant opinion but i've always thought that there's no such thing as a bisexual man it's not if you're a man and you like you like there's there's no way that you're a man and you like dick and a female is accepting of that which is probably why men would not come out and say that they've been involved with other men because have y'all watched Love Is Blind? Yes. No, you know who I I'm haven't. thinking about? Yes. That, I think yes. that's where it came from. That's I think that's where it came from, from yeah. when he proposed to her and she got mad. I don't watch the show, but, but I've seen. But it's kind of like too, like if you clearly you weren't comfortable with it either, right. which is why you haven't disclosed it from the beginning. Right now, if you were to disclose, but it, uh, to her point, do you? Disclose your sexual history to a man that you like. Do you if say, I was with hey, females, then yes, I would. So That's, you only have to tell it if you sleep with both sexes. You don't have to tell it if you sleep with just one. I think no. it. I think <laughs> if you just sleep with the opposite sex, it depends on that partner. Some people want to know how many partners you slept with. Other people don't. But when I it think comes that's when it comes yeah, to it the is. opposite sex, like that's a, I don't want to say a foreign concept, but it's. Different than the norm, like Ariel said. Like, yeah. that's not. But do you share? I guess what her point was, and I'm 100% being devil's advocate, y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna share my real opinion in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But basically, like, do, do you have? Do you share your past? Like, when you jump into a relationship with somebody, when you start not even a relationship because that's different. When you start pursuing somebody, do you share your past? Like automatically. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, I think it depends on what it is. If because that's their past, obviously. Yeah. They're pursuing you, so they're they're I into think, women now. Mm-hmm. I think if it's something that would affect your relationship now, whether you being in it or not, or something that would raise a issue, I feel like it's better to get it out early than it is later. But get there are right several away. things. There are several things that could affect your relationship. What if you had a train rally you before? Then is that a pass? That, that's something you. That's what I'm saying. If it's something that would affect your current relationship, then so you then think you in general, that. anything yeah. that's happened in your so past. So if you had a train ran on you, then yes, I need to know that. If you are bisexual, then yes, I need to know that. And it, I would say this again goes to like there can be things that are like factual, but there's there's different context to things. Like for me, I'm a big advocate of like if I would want to know that type of information mm-hmm. from my partner. I'm going to disclose that information. Like exactly. when I started dating Olivia or pursuing her, like I disclosed the information to her. I felt like she needed to know mm-hmm. and got it out right away. Cause then I, it allows her to make the decision. Okay. He can, I can fuck with him cause he was honest and we can mm-hmm. work through that. Or like, I would just hate for that 
to come up on the back end because then it's bigger issues. Because it always comes up yeah. on the back end. It always comes to the light. I think that's hard though when just that specific notion because how do you determine what's going to be detrimental and what's not? Like if you had an abortion, some people feel like that's something that you should share with them. Some yeah, people feel like, true. I want to know that you have been pregnant before. I want to know that you've gotten rid of a child before. True. But some people are like, why do I have to tell you my past? Why do I have to? But I see, feel, I feel like with that, that's more so like situational for one. And two, yeah. that's a woman, that, that's like a woman's right. Like, I, I don't feel like that has to be disclosed. I think if you break it down, I think if you're being really completely not biased and you break it down, if you don't got to share, I, I just think it's hard to be like, oh, well, that's a woman's, that's what... But, so, why, why does a... I think it's just hard to say because it could affect our relationship, you have to disclose it. Because I feel like there are a lot of things that can affect your relationship that people do not disclose. So I agree with you completely, but this is where the caveat is in, in this specific situation. If you felt that it was important to tell your partner later on down the line, then you might as well get it out the way in the beginning. Like that or wasn't if you something felt like that you had to hide it. Right. That wasn't something that she yeah. forced him to do. Like he was like I feel like I need to come out and tell you about my past. Mm -hmm. And her biggest thing was like, why didn't you tell me that from the jump so we could have talked through it or mm -hmm. I could have made my decision from the Damn. jump. But for him, he felt like it was something that was that he knew was his past. And again, to Ariel's point, like it's going to come out. So I also mm -hmm. found out like I was just watching this laying in bed with Olivia as she's watching it. But there were some Twitter clips that were pulled up of him on another reality TV show like very flamboyant, like gay. And when he got mad, the gay came out. Yeah, and it came out. And then he even called in, her all in the types show, of bees and everything. It came out. He called her the B word. He talked about her wig. Like that's not something that men do. Men do like you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just mature men do. Excuse me. You watch it's Love it's yeah. different when you felt the need to tell her. Her biggest thing was like, just tell me that off rip. Rather than waiting until we get into a relationship. Now I got a ring on my finger, even though it is for the show, and they yeah. knew each other for two weeks. I feel so. like it's some if if it's something that you feel like would make or break your relationship. Like if I told them this, then they may not want to be with me no more. Right. Or if I told them this, and but like, I think they there are a lot of things it. that people don't tell somebody, and that's think an about issue. just think about all y'all think about things you've done in your past. There are a lot of things that you could have shared with your significant other in week one, week two, that they would have been like, nah. But that's the difference, though. Yeah. There, there's some things that you take to the grave. There's some things that on your heart you want to tell that person you're because pursuing you or your significant other yeah. because you want to be real with them. So if you want to be real with them, be real off gate and allow them to make the decision. If they decide not to be with you, they're not meant for you. Exactly. But yeah. if you guys work through it, like at least you could tell them, like, yo, I was honest off rip. Mm -hmm. And then if it gets brought up later, like, yo, you're complaining about something you knew about from the jump. Right. Rather than, like, yo, you're misleading me to think you're this guy, and then you tell me this. Mm -hmm. Like, now I don't know. The The only thing that they're thinking is, what else are you hiding from me? Right. Rather right, than yeah. you telling them off the gate, and they're like, yo, he's Because that's something kind of big. Like I said, if yeah. it, it, that would kind of make or break your relationship. Like, if you're bisexual and you don't tell somebody that you're bisexual – that that's something big. Like there's like you said, there's a lot of things that people don't disclose, but 
you kind of have to know your person. Like, if that's something True. that they are not rocking with, then that's something that you need to tell them off gate. And honestly, but I, I also think the abortion thing for some people is true. something big. That's big. Yeah. But then you also argue that women don't have to disclose that. Yeah. But so I, I think I, it's kind of what, what I would say though is like, and this is again, this might be ignorant because it's coming from a man's perspective. But if you're a woman and you decide not to disclose that information, like you want to take that to the grave, like if it's something that you take to the grave, it's your body, it's mm-hmm. uh, experience that you went through, so you make that decision. But if you're gonna tell me at some point, like let me know off off gate, yeah. or if we talk, let's say we talk about children, you know, I'm truly trying to pursue you, or like. With abortion, I'm not sure what the percentage is, but there's a chance that you will not, you know, produce afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that you should bring up just in case, like, that, like, it's going that direction. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like, I guess, just staying there for a second? So, if Libby were to tell you now, like, I was pregnant once before, but I got rid of it, would you be mad? That like, would you feel like you weren't entitled? You were owed that information from the beginning and mad that you weren't? I would say, from the conversations that her and I have had, I would definitely be mad because we've had multiple conversations about pregnancy and the possibility of us having children and things of that nature to where she could have brought it up. If that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. we've had multiple conversations around that specific topic. We've even had conversations about abortion. So if we're almost three years into our relationship and she's just now like, yo, Jay, you know, I, I've been scared to tell you, but I was pregnant before and got an abortion. That would hurt my feelings because over this three years, we've had some pretty, like, deep, deep conversations. conversations. Yeah. But it, would it be a deal breaker for you? Um, I, I don't know, honestly. Like, that, I can't say it would be a deal breaker, but I can't say it wouldn't because going back to my point, if she's bringing that out now, almost three years into our relationship, the only thing that's running through my mind is, like, what else are you hiding from me? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. The other thing about the whole STD thing, going back to that for a second, is do y'all feel like a man who maybe slept with three women, one man, is more likely going to give you an STD than a, than a man who slept with 65 women? No. Huh. So that's the thing. People are like, oh, he's bisexual. He's going to give me an STD. But <laughs> that's the ignorance. That's, that's kind of ignorant because you could also mess with a completely straight man who has slept with 100 women who's more likely to give you an STD. You can mess with one. You can one mess person. with a man that's messed with one woman and got an STD like herpes. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be with them forever. Like it, mm-hmm. that's is very situational. But yeah. when you talk about probability, like you got to look at big picture. When you yeah. talk about probability, I think that's where the ignorance is crossing into probability of those type of situations. So everybody's opinion basically is that you need to, from day one, when you get my number, tell me. Look, my opinion ignorantly is there's no such thing as a bisexual man. If you like dick, you like dick. Like, because, (laughs) again, if you you disclose that to a woman, like, let's say you're just being open and honest, would you, if a dude came up to you, D'Amber, and was like, yo, I'm feeling you, D'Amber, but... I used to suck dick in my past. Fuck like, no. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, go ahead and give her real opinion because I, I know it's the same. Right. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm being devil's advocate. You better tell me. But I, I've never <laughs> met, exactly. in my life, never met a woman that was would be open to like, 
Oh yeah, my my dude and bisexual. Let's be real. He like, like he like dudes. Women, we as women, most women like masculine men. Facts. So honestly, the thought of you let's not be like I hate to put the picture in perspective, but no. Hell I was no. gonna say it's more so that for me. It's it's that's I, not masculine. You're to, not bisexual. You are right. Okay, I used to that. I would disagree with y'all on. I used to have that same ignorant opinion that there is no such thing as a bisexual man. There's not. I have tried to be more open minded when it comes to that because for me, I just feel like I being a double minority, a woman and black, I can't not look at the LGBTQs issues and try to be open-minded to the misses I want. So, that in mind, I have changed my perspective on there can't be a bisexual man. I think that there can. Think about this, though. Think about this, though. D'Ambra, if you're messing with a dude, right? So, this is a stereotype that I feel like a lot of females deal with. When you're with a man (laughs) and they like a lot of females or, you know, like they're a flirtatious dude, like you, in the back of your mind, are thinking about any time they're out with female coworkers, female friends, Think about you dating a dude. And I'm going to think about the dude with dudes. Who, who likes dudes and girls. Now you got to think about every time he step out with his homeboys. And that's the what part. What I mean, his homeboys have been doing. And then girls too. Like, it's never a state. You don't want that going through your mind. And that's the part about it. So, I, I, so I, I'm saying I do think you can be bisexual. I don't think that being bisexual makes you gay. I've become more open. I used to think that. I will be honest. I've been more open-minded to that. But the reason that I would not deal with a bisexual man and the reason that I, you better tell me from day one so I can skirt you <laughs> is because that that reason, right. I'm not trying to be worried about you whenever you're with anybody. And for two, because that's just going to turn me off. Yeah, and I don't even off. want to get to where you catch feelings for me and then you share that with me three years down the road or whatever down the road and then I instantly break your heart because I'm gone. Like, nah. Because that's, you may be that's unattractive but to I feel me. like that is a confused stage. You I feel confused. like when you're bisexual, you're not comfortable with coming out and saying that you like men completely. But also to that point, I don't even like men who look at themselves in the mirror too long. Exactly. Like, so, so you being bisexual, there are certain things about you because you were able to suck a man's dick, because you were able to get bent over by a man, there are just going to be certain things about you that are just not going to be attractive to me. Yeah. So I need to know from day one so that I cannot even hurt your feelings, like, down the road. That's Agreed. Your, yeah. But I need to know as soon as we're comfortable with each other for you to tell me anything confidential, I need to know then. I'm so not then you can leave, to, like, it's not even yeah, a word. I'm not saying come to the first date and be like, I'm bisexual, but before I my feelings get deeply involved or before, like, you know, we're like, okay, well, let's take this to the next step. That needs to be disclosed because, like I said, that's something that can make or break whether we move to the next level or not. I, okay. I just want y'all to take a poll. Please show me the woman in this world that is okay with having a bisexual boyfriend. They're actually, if you search on Twitter, if you say, I just searched it because I was actually trying to find the tweet I was talking about. I just searched you do not have to disclose that you're bisexual. And a lot of women, actually, black women too at that, were tweeting saying that, like saying that very Because they haven't been right. in the position. And there's also a difference between you don't have to disclose and you've already disclosed to me and I'm going to continue to move True. forward. Like there's something yeah. like you're better, it's better for you to not know certain things. Like some people have that mindset. If for some reason, which I have a pretty good, I, I'm a no. But... <laughs> 
You got a gator? Olivia yes, I do. has a crazy gator. Uh, no, okay. Right now, Olivia thinks that everybody she, she is thinks, gay. She thinks gay. that Olivia everybody gay. is gay. If you, if you're you call, gay until proven innocent. If you call, for sure. or if you sneeze around Olivia and you say "hachu" and you say "hachu" instead yeah. of "hachu," you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. You're gay. He's gay. He said I too. He's gay. Like, you cannot know. If you don't look at her, you gay. Right. Like she she's a little dramatic with her gaydar, but she's pretty spot on too. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, but flipping it to the other side, Ariel's already kind of answered it. But you as a man, Jay, do you think the same of women? Does a woman have to tell you from day one, I'm bisexual? Um, no. <laughs> um, that's that's the one that made me smile. Um, but nah, like for me, I again, and this may be a, a society thing or a cultural thing, it's not as important to me because of how normalized it is for like a woman to have been with another woman or experimented mm. that. Now, if she said like, I'm currently bisexual, like, I, I'm still interested in women and me. Like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm more of a relationship, like, big picture thinker. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, But what if, like, she's she's bisexual she's currently, but she's into you, she's with you, she's committed. She's, like, she's not, like, you trust her. She just no, is also no. into women. Because at the same time, she could leave me for a woman. And that's, as a man, I'm be like, damn, like. <laughs> but couldn't a woman leave you for different. a man? They can True, they could. But I'm saying like that again. But you prefer she leave you for a man. That again goes back to the like, yo, I'm going to hang out with my girls. Like, damn, did she have sex with one of these girls? Like, you know, are they a little too friendly? Like, I know a lot of men that think that anyways. Like, I'm not bisexual, but I know a lot of men. I've dealt with, for lack of a better word, a lot of men who I'm like, oh, yeah, we slept in the bed. We were drunk. And they're like, did you do something with her? And I'm like, no. But (laughs) again, like. For me, I I do get to know my partner, and knowing Olivia, like I'm, she's way beyond that. Like I don't worry about that with her mm-hmm. at all. So I don't. It's not even like mm-hmm. a thought that comes to my mind. Have you worried about that before, though, in your past? I've dated female basketball players, and and in that, like, you just don't because you see like their culture and how they do like experiment and mess around, like. Mm-hmm. You never know. So it's something I've thought about before, but I've never really pressed somebody like, yo, I'm I'm curious, are you like stepping out or blah blah blah. Yeah. Um definitely a thought before, but So you don't feel like they have to disclose it, but if they did, you would choose to not continue dealing with them. I would say like the current state, like if they told me like, yo, I experimented before, like mm-hmm. with the female, whatever, but like, you know, I've made my decision, I'm fully with a man, blah, 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 or like fully with you, like, okay, cool. I'm I'm I appreciate that you shared your past with me. But if it's like current state, like if Olivia was to tell me when we first started dating, like, yo, Jay, like I'm I'm feeling you, I'm into you, but I'm also still like currently dating girls or like I'm into girls too, like whereas and I I'm a man, but I'm not most men. Like, most men might think of that shit as a game. Like, oh, she going to bring another girl. Like, we're going to have mm-hmm. a threesome. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that type of dude. So I wouldn't come to the, like, equation or, like, to the relationship thinking, like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, I want somebody that's going to be for me. Like, yeah. selfishly, I just want to deal with you. Like, let's build together and then move on from that. Yeah, I feel that. 
Um, dang, you said something. I thought of something, and I literally just lost my train of thought. <laughs> dang. I, yeah. Well, oh, that's what I was going to say. I know a lot of women who do not disclose that. Like, on some... You won't find out till one day, four years in, y'all plan never have I ever had a kickback. And, and she, she put drunk, her finger down. And she drunk as And you like, <laughs> you like. <laughs> I have the same opinion. You should disclose anything that will come up later that would affect your relationship. Because I you think say, woman or man. Yeah, woman or man. Because also, like, the same situation. Say you're at a kickback and you're playing never have I ever and you don't mess with a female and your finger goes down, you then make your man look stupid because he didn't know. Sure. So he's going to feel some type of way either yeah. way. It should just be disclosed. People need to tell the truth. It yeah. should be disclosed. But I can't I think, stand a liar. Yeah. That's my thing. But right? I know a lot of women who won't claim to be bisexual but have kissed a girl before. I would agree with that, too. But I think it's more yeah. normalized, too. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. men are more accepting of women kissing women, like, that type of thing. But I've never met a woman that was cool with another dude sucking a dude dick and then <laughs> coming to them like boyfriend, girlfriend type. Nah. Right. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Y'all don't get fooled. I was doing that with advocate. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> if you, if you, listen, I don't discriminate. Like I said, LGBTQ, I'm with y'all, but I just, it's preferences. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer you, not to mess with a man who is to. bisexual. That's where it gets sensitive though. Like all respect to that community. I respect them too. Like I I'm not like a homophobe but or anything. It's a but thing. it's a respect thing. Like yeah. if you want me to respect you, respect me in the same sense that mm-hmm. that's not the way I roll. So if that is how you roll, allow me the choice to either be, be okay fucking with, with it, you yeah. or not fuck with you. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. because they're that like they chosen to go that route doesn't mean that everybody has to be accepting and like do the same thing. Like exactly. give me the choice just like you want us to give you the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> so staying on the whole topic a little bit of uh sort of trauma that we're talking trauma. about. <laughs> we'll have what's a movie that y'all have seen Ooh. that has traumatized you? The ring. <laughs> The ring. Traumatized months. Because that whole static thing. Like I okay, so me and my friend, we were having a sleepover. And I don't know why my daddy let us watch this movie because we what that came out like when we were in elementary school, probably. Like late elementary school. Two thousand three, two thousand five, something like that. So we watched The Ring and I I don't even I still don't like scary movies, but I was terrified. I'm talking about some anytime still to this day. The to this day, to this day, day. Oh, that was sad. The uh, static could come you guys on. Ask me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah, that's real. Though, <laughs> the static could come on, and I'm still like, cut it off. I, I can't. Mm-mm. Cannot do the ring. Okay, I feel that. I would yeah. say, or were you done? No, yeah, yeah no. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So for me, I actually I love scary movies. I will say, like, and this is me being a, a man, you know, don't get it twisted. I still, you know. <laughs> I'm a grown ass <laughs> man, but at the same time, Final Destination, Woo! those movies, and then anything that has like creaking noises, like now, like Olivia and I have a home, and we'll be in the bed, like Olivia will be like, "Yo, I heard something downstairs," and of course, me being a man of the house, like I'm like, "All right, well, you know, let's see if we hear it again first, then I'll go check it out." But are they really hey, I, in the middle of our podcast? Yeah, they are. So <laughs> Clean up duty. But um, up. for me, it's like, if I hear anything creaking the house, I'm like, oh, shit, we got some spirits or something <laughs> in this bitch. Like, I'm not trying to deal with. Um, but Final Destination, like, 
those are real life events. Like, yeah. I'm, anytime I'm driving behind like a pickup truck that has something like strapped to the to the roof, or the reason why I don't do roller coasters. Anything no roller coasters, like, and I'll get on roller coasters, but ever since watching those movies, it's like I just get a little bit more timid about real life situations, like freak accidents that can happen to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I. It's hard for me to narrow down just one. I was sitting here trying to like narrow one down. It's really anything with like spirits. Mm-hmm. Any movie that you can think of with like spirits or shit like that. That's, that's why really, I don't watch the devil's movies. That shit <laughs> is traumatizing to me because I'm just like I, I work with kids and like if I'm you know kids talk to themselves like it's just natural. But when they be talking to themselves, I be like, are they like yeah. do they are somebody never literally know. do they literally hear somebody you talking never to them? Know. And if you I ain't gonna say that. I was gonna say I ain't gonna say that. But <laughs> some of the kids that I know, it, um, I have to wonder. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? Is somebody responding to you, or are you just being a little kid yeah. and you just talking to yourself? That shit is scary. Oh my god! What would y'all do if that was y'all's child? Y'all. It it might be these kids, kids be drawing them. pictures and I'm like. I'm gonna tell you if I have a child and they have an imaginary friend, I'm gonna have to beat the imaginary friend out of them. <laughs> yeah, like homegirl is gone. Nah, that ain't normal. Don't bring them in my house <laughs> nah, no more. Facts. I was babysitting this kid one time and she was in the shower and she was just like, no, no, I don't want to. I don't. And I was like, oh shit. I would be like, oh I have a family hell. emergency. <laughs> I need to go home. I was like, mm mm. I was saying outside the door like, mm mm. She's too old to be talking to herself. Right. <laughs> That's facts. That shit is scary. So, yeah, anything with, like, spirit, shit like that, ain't got time mm, yeah, for it. it. Not going to happen. And I love watching those movies, but then when you get out of it, it's just like, damn. No, I don't watch the movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Why are y'all laughing at me? They're drunk. Yes. They laughing for no reason. <laughs> You're drunk. Oh, we didn't talk about our wine. We said oh, we were yes. going to talk about... Where's the bottle? I am not drunk. Jamari picked out this wine today, and she put something in it. <laughs> this is Hatteras Red Sweet Muscadine Wine. It's Dufflin. It was good, though. Mm-hmm. Is it Duplin or Dufflin? Duplin, Dufflin, tomato, tomato. Yeah. This is it good- was really good. Where'd you get this from? Gas station, and it has... 12% yes, they, alcohol. Ooh. 12%. That's y'all. why it was hot in here. Yeah, it is hot in here. But this is a good time for a plug. If y'all got a wine, if y'all are in the winemaking business, <laughs> or y'all got a wine to work with, we will drink a bottle on the episode and yes. shout it out. Yo, so. so I had, quick, as as we're talking about wine, uh-huh. had a, um, a friend come over and visit Olivia and I and brought a bottle of red wine over, and that shit was busting. It was cracked. I love yeah, I'll wine. let y'all say that I'm shit. I'm such a wino. But that's what it was. Riscato. Ooh, let me see. It's Riscato. It's a sweet red. Yeah. Shit was good. Definitely. I love that yeah. wine. That mm-hmm. wine is bomb. It was, I'm not really a, a wine guy. Olivia's trying to get me to, to go into it, but yeah, it was like that. I'm a wino. I've gotten to the too. point now where I can drink any wine. White, red, bitter, sweet, dry. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I like, was so, speaking of liquor, since we're on the alcohol topic, I was so proud of myself because in Houston we got a booth and we got Ciroc. And you know I don't drink white alcohol because I don't know how to act when mm-hmm. I drink white alcohol. <laughs> and I had the best time of my life. Did you? Yes, and I did not try to fight anybody. <laughs> you know what's the best? I was Jeez. very classy. <laughs> 
I love Tito's. I don't know if you've had Tito's, but if you mix Tito's, Tito's and ice water, not actual like ice water, but like the <laughs> sparkling, like it's like a sparkling seltzer oh, yeah. called ice water. Tito's crack. is a good liquor to mix in general. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely a good. Hmm. It's a vodka, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a white alcohol drinker, but I may I may try Tito's. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be on this weekend, y'all. My birthday coming up, and I'm about to be on a whole nother level. Yes, I don't know what are. I'm gonna drink, but <laughs> I'm gonna act up, and I'm gonna I'm acting up all March, really. So, Jeez. I'm pacing myself. I'm only three days in, so I'm pacing myself. But just there know, we go. just know the act up is coming. Lord, so <laughs> I know it is. Just putting that out there. <laughs> That's why I'm just smiling. <laughs> and but but y'all and y'all are responsible because y'all are sitting here. Do I can't get ugly drunk. You know there's a drunk and then there's like a, your mascara's running, you look like you're about to die, your hair's... I'm not... I can't get ugly drunk. Okay. I gotta still be cute. Gotta keep it cute. So if you, y'all need to be monitoring, making <laughs> sure. Because la, the last time I celebrated my birthday in Charlotte, when it was... Was it All-Star in CIAA? No. Maybe it was that yeah. year. I got sick that year. That was the But my birthday wasn't. No, Libby's birthday was around the All-Star time, but it was, it was that year. year. It was last year. No, it wasn't last year because I was, was in Miami last year. It was the year before. Oh, yeah. It was the year before last year. I was ugly drunk. My pictures, whoo, 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 Yeah, okay. That's that time we went to that day party and Libby put me in her clothes and Jay told me to keep the shirt. <laughs> then what you wear her shoes to? <laughs> and, y'all, it was and so y'all funny. Blew up the blow up mattress and I... Ended up going home because I was like, I cannot be sick here. Ariel <laughs> was walking downtown in Libby's shoes. And no, I didn't wear her shoes. <laughs> Who downtown. was it? Was it Victoria? It was somebody. No, somebody was walking in somebody's shoes, and I was crying because they were two <laughs> sizes too small, and they were walking downtown. I don't think it was me. Because if y'all know Libby, she don't let you walk barefoot. So she, I don't ever walk barefoot. That was she, I think she gave somebody her shoes. I can't remember who it was. It won't be. Cause she had like a pair of flat. Anyways, I don't remember. I, don't I was drunk. taking off shoes. Was Somebody was walking in her shoes, and I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in taking off shoes either. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a pair of flats. Yeah, keep yeah. them on. Yeah, keep them on. I don't Limp care. if you got. I don't to. care if my feet have left my legs. Like I can't even feel them no more. Them shoes gonna stay on until I get to the car. People be walking like barefoot down that's town, though. That yeah. shit is sick. That's ratchet. Are y'all going to the uh, St. Patrick's Day bar crawl? I haven't decided yet. Think I'm supposed to be saving money. I'm, I'm really disciplining myself. <laughs> I've been doing it the past two years. like it, And it was fun going out, but... You it's good okay it? to me. It's I'm not something that I'm pressed year. to do every year. I love it. I have fun. In two ways. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... Another post that I seen basically saying that the hookup culture has caused a deep hatred for the opposite sex. So essentially the post was just getting at the fact that um, people have a despise or a hate or just like an elevated level of feelings, negative feelings towards some people who they were never in relationships with. And basically like... Everybody thought it was fun and games. We just, we gonna do the hookup culture. You can talk to this person, talk to that person. But because of that, everybody's like, niggas ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit. However, and that was never your man for you to be that mad about what they were doing Mm -hmm. in the first place. So that was pretty much the gist of the post. So thoughts, feelings, opinions. I agree. (laughs) I think it's tricky. Honestly, I would label it as like blurred lines. 
I think there's a lot of situations that Mm -hmm. people get into. You say what the other person wants to hear. And that's male or female. I'm not saying, like, men say what women want to hear. I also feel like women have the power to say what a man wants to hear. Um, But I just think it's blurred lines on both sides. And I feel that, too, and I feel like not saying enough. Not like saying you enough, didn't make exactly. your expectations clear. So and it's kinda right. like closed mouths don't get fed. Exactly. So if you're expecting somebody from somebody and you're just like continuing with what they think is going on, like yeah. a lot of people don't want to talk about it. Like, okay, so everybody's like, Oh, I'm not gonna ask what are we? But no, if you're catching feelings then you need to ask, so what is this? So before you, know. you Yeah, so you know, yeah, that's not my man, or maybe we are moving towards something. Because they're quick yeah. to say, I got played, or they were playing me, when really you were playing yourself if you yeah. never set those expectations to be like right. what, what you wanted it to be. Yeah. Always set the expectation for what you wanted to be. Exactly. Like I said earlier, if it's not for you, then like you can leave. If it is for you, then you can keep going. Mm-hmm. There are situations where you set the expectations and the opposite person still lies. You got to deal with that situation. Right. Like, as it comes up, but just, or you force stuff and yeah. the other person don't want it. Yeah, True. if y'all know Ariel, she is the queen. Well, she's in, been in a relationship for a long time now, <laughs> but if y'all know pre relationship Ariel, she is the queen of what are we? She's not about <laughs> to, and people don't understand that. <laughs> she's not about to pit pat around. <laughs> I was trying to tell CJ, I don't think he knew who I was. <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't, but when me and CJ first got together, I think I told this story several times. Like, he was confused as to who I was. <laughs> <laughs> he had you messed up, sis. He had me messed up. <laughs> and it's crazy. I'm a, I, and I tell him all the time, our wedding vows are going to be real raw. I like, wish you, <laughs> I wish y'all could see the neck roll that is going on. Like, here. people don't know me, because I would straight up be like, okay, so what are your intentions? Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> like, yeah. that was me pre-relationship. Yeah. That's real, though. But that came from me being in situations where the expectations weren't clear, and I didn't make it clear enough. So yeah. I know several people who have a deep hatred towards somebody who they were not ever with. Yeah. And it's kind of yeah. awkward because it's like, if he's going to be there, I can't come, and it's this, that, and, and the third, da, 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 And it's like, yeah. it's kind of awkward because it's like, you can't call him your ex. Mm-hmm. It, it's like... And if you can't call me your ex, why do you feel that strongly about exactly. that person? Yeah. And, and, and why were you putting that much into the energy. situation to be that mad about it when y'all were never in a relationship with exactly. each other? People stress themselves out for no reason. Yeah. That's why you just need to be the queen of what are we. I don't have hatred. <laughs> I don't have hatred or ill feelings towards anybody that I've ever dealt with. Mm-mm. Relationship or non-relationship. But more specifically on the topic, talking about people I were never in relationships with, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, if I see I you, say, oh, I'm like, hey, what's up? How you? Like, And, and yeah. I'm the, also the queen of not making things awkward. Like, I will talk to you and act like we are cool, yeah. like the best person ever. Because it, it takes too much energy to be mad. Yeah. Especially in situations like that where, like you said, y'all were never together. So and it's to like, be honest, why waste that much energy in that situation? Right. To be honest, they're probably not thinking about you they're that not. way. So you giving them all that energy to not get that reciprocated, and then that makes you even more mad exactly. that they're not giving you that energy. Exactly. So do y'all think, like, the hookup culture, like, is a bad thing? Like, the whole we can talk for nine months I feel culture. like, I strongly feel like more so on the female side. I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's it's very, very rare that a female hooks up with somebody and they don't catch some sort of feelings. I feel like females mess themselves up in this hookup culture because they 
we're just emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. We're just emotional creature, creatures, and it's kind of like females are so, like, they don't want to say too much because they don't want to push them away, but then it's like they're not saying enough right. to, like, get their point across or to set expectations. So I feel like females more than males get messed up in this hookup culture. Men can stick their <laughs> penis in anybody and wake up the next day and be like, Some. ooh. Some. Uh, yeah, some. Every a man lot. not the same. A lot. You More can say so a majority. Females, yeah. You can say a majority. I would females say females will go in with attentions of not catching feelings and be like, I mean, "All right, I'm like we're hooking them. up," but that m- most of the time do catch some sort of feelings uh, or feel some type of way about something. And I would say that's a majority, but there are men that go yeah. into it the same way. Like, yo, I'm not gonna catch feelings, or like, I just want to smash, and then you fuck around Ooh, and start liking what was the that girl. Movie with Terrence, uh, Terrence J and Cassie on Netflix. When he was like, y'all didn't watch it? Mm-hmm. When he was like a hoe. Did you watch that, Jamari? Oh, that was such a good movie. And Cassie did him so dirty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he never catched feelings for anybody. And yeah. then they were literally just hooking up. And then he was like so Damn, messed up I actually feel end. like I know what you're talking about. Um, I, I did watch that movie, it. but yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I don't either. Um, I know exactly what she you're talking about, dirty. though. She Shout did. out to Cassie. Did he try to hook up culture her ass and she bounced back on that ass? But I just feel like that it, it it again goes back to like I feel like people because of societal pressures and like what mm-hmm. everybody else is doing they don't feel comfortable setting the expectation for what they want like right. they're just more comfortable going with the flow and then if they get hurt in the long run they're like oh I should have said this or like you know I thought it was gonna go this way but if you don't make it clear like you just mm-hmm. gotta make it clear and if it don't work out for you. On the front end, and it wasn't meant for you. You got to be okay with it not being meant for you. But make it clear is hard. Make it clear is extremely hard because to me, which I guess different people have a different approach to make it clear, but it's essentially what are we? What, what you know, I was saying Ariel's mm-hmm. queen of, and that's hard. That what are we thing is very, very tricky because there's a lot of negativity surrounding somebody saying, oh, two weeks in, what are we? But at the same time, Make it clear it's sort of not talking to somebody for but, a whole month. But I would say, yeah. What are we? It's what say, are your intentions yeah, exactly. and what do you want? Like, but what even, are you looking for? Even what are your intentions is hard. Even jumping out the gate not, two weeks it's in. It's super simple. Hey, for uh, you. You got me weak. For you. But listen, though. For some it, people. To, don't, don't put it on them. Do yeah. it to the, what you expect. Like, it may be easier for you to tell them, like, look, this is how I feel, or this is what I'm looking for, this is what I see in you, and if they're not matching the vibe, then you move on from it. But going to them and saying, like, what are we? Like, that feels like you're putting the pressure on the other person. Yeah, but right. you can walk explain. in there and be like, just to let you know, like, I'm not really trying to play games. Facts. Like, I've dealt with that. and um, Let them know what like, you want. Like, so what I'm looking for is something more serious. Right. Like, you know, like, not saying that this will happen. I would like to see where things go with right. you. But just know that at any point, you're not feeling this. Let me know now so we don't get in too deep or my feelings don't get involved. Right. That's true. And it, just be upfront. Like, this is, of course, situational, but mm-hmm. I haven't experienced TJ, one of my best friends, college roommate, he took his now wife out on a date our sophomore year of college. The first date that he took her on, he tells this story all the time. Ashley told him, look, if you don't plan on marrying me, take me home. Yeah. Yeah. Like right off the gate. And he Mm -hmm. was like, I mean, of course, taking it as like a date, I want to get to know you. Like I really don't know that much about you. Right. But he knew her intentions off the gate. Right. And his intentions were... I want to get to know you to see if we get to that point now. Yeah. That was 2013, 
seven years later, mm-hmm. they dated for four and a half, five years, and then got engaged and now are married. At yeah. least he knew from day one, like, this girl wants a relationship, and if I'm not about a relationship, I'm not going to waste her time. And nine right. times out of ten, and this was a post I saw on Twitter, too, but this is also real life. Nine times out of ten, the first time, like, you hang out with a guy, nine times out of ten, they kind of have an idea of whether they want to pursue you or not. Facts. Like, that's just yeah. facts. They that's either facts. are going to play Men with you Men will try to act like, oh, not, I don't they know. You know. You know. Yeah, when they, know. Yeah, when they know. approach you, they know, like, either this is going to be somebody that I'm just going to kind of, like, play with, or this, that, and third, this is somebody I want to pursue. It's never, they're never that confused to where it's like, oh, Oh, let me hang out with her. You know. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, period. And yeah. then you looking for that first interaction to be the stamp. Like, yeah. you know going into it, but that first interaction, you really are gauging a girl, like, what's she going to let me get away with? What is mm-hmm. she really here for? Like, And then that's when you have to step in and be like, this you gotta is what set you're going to get away right. with, and this is what you're not. Because, And I've told this story several times, too. When me and CJ first started talking, I don't know who the hell he thought I was. Mm-hmm. And I was li- <laughs> like, he would say stuff, and I'm just like, mm, like, I really don't think that you can handle somebody like me. Or, yeah. oh, I really don't think that I'm the type of person that you want to talk to. And he straightened that shit up. Yeah, people, you gotta, <laughs> and I'm 100% being devil's advocate this episode, so for the listeners, don't be like, oh, she's huh? just, with, I'm being devil's advocate, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to create a conversation flow, but I think the other side to that is, there are people who don't, so, you ask somebody what your intentions are, and they say, say a guy says, I'm looking for a relationship, there are a lot of women who don't want a man who's looking for a relationship, because to them, it's like, you're looking for a relationship, so you're just looking. It could be me. It could be the next bitch. It could be this, whoever. I'm cursing a lot this episode. But <laughs> you're looking. So if I show you enough attention for a long enough time, you're going to ask me to be your girlfriend. It's not necessarily that you want me. You're just looking for a relationship. But that's when you ask more questions. Yeah, like, so do it's you not see, that simple. Like, I mean, not maybe not right then, but later on, like, okay, well, at any point, if you don't see me, like, being that person for you, let me know so I know the back back or like for us just to be friends or something like that. Like there's there has to be expectations set on both sides and each other's attentions need to be very clear at all times. But I'm saying like because they're looking and there's some people who say I'm looking but they're not desperate. But some people looking means you show me attention enough time for enough amount of time, I'm gonna ask you for my girlfriend. And you may not I may not have that spark crazy feelings, but I'm looking for a relationship and you're a good girl, you got a job, you got a car, you got a house, you got your head on your shoulders, you show me attention, fuck it, be my girlfriend. But honestly, again, that goes into getting to know that person yeah. and knowing your partner. Like And you also over need to know time, if they're dating, gonna be if dating uncovered. is just dating you or dating is dating several people at one time yeah. because just because you're dating somebody doesn't mean that they're only obligated to date you. They can be dating multiple people. Like, dating is dating. And you can go into something with a certain intention, like, I ain't looking for nothing, I don't want to be in a relationship, and meet somebody and fall, and your intentions completely shift. True. Yeah. That's the communication part, though. Like, if you have open communication with that person, they could tell you, like, y'all not really looking for nothing. Mm -hmm. And then six months down the road, be like, yo, just to be honest with you, if your communication is to the point to where they can be honest with you, they come to you like, I don't know what has happened in the past six months, but this is how I feel about you. Like, yeah. I am more serious about you. And they want they want you to know because they want to know if you feel the same way. Right. At yeah. that point, if they have feelings, they don't want to continue to move forward and you not feel the same way, and then they look stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of men do not communicate, though. I hate to make it a men bashing thing, but a lot of uh, men do not yeah, communicate. Yeah. I mean, men men. Don't communicate, but I would also say that women don't communicate or more so, I feel like there's a lot of time that women 
want us to read their minds. Like, That's to be true. honest with you, we are that. not mind readers whatsoever. Or you but take vice versa, because y'all don't communicate. True. So y'all be mad. Y'all feeling be hurt about something. Y'all don't like something, and y'all won't communicate. And y'all want us to read y'all mind and just know. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But I also think to that point, like men are quicker to get over things. Olivia and I just had this conversation where she was like, I need you to open up to me more. Like, I don't feel like I know enough about you. And mm-hmm. I was just telling her, like, honestly, as a man, from a societal perspective, you're more so taught to hold your emotions. I was just about to say, men suppress so much yeah, more than women. We, I don't think it's and necessarily get over. I think that y'all just bury shit. I don't think y'all we, actually get over. I and think that's 100% true. Y'all might be like, oh, like, I got over that. And then three months later, you blow up. That's and true. And it's just because. That's me. Your like, feelings yeah. was really hurt the whole time. And you I ain't never say shit nothing. Because I, I look at it in the moment. Like, if mm-hmm. it's not big enough in the moment for me to complain about it, I'm going to bury it. But then when you compile things on top of one another and they're relatable like I will correlate three months later down the line six things that have been getting on my damn nerves and bring them all up at once and then it's like a wrath of like anger because I've been holding back on so that is a fault of men due to societal pressures of like don't expose your emotions or like if it's not that serious like hold it in like that is a flaw that a lot of us including myself have like, we will hold it in until we get to that breaking point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. It's hard. The whole thing about, like, because you got people who are, like, you got to see what you're investing in before you actually get into a relationship with somebody. So it's hard to be, like, why are you that mad yeah. about that person when you were in a relationship with them? But a lot of people invest a lot before they even get in a relationship true. because they're trying to, I guess, sh- get, show them. It's hard. Yeah, and I agree. And I there. Well, this is like one of my favorite posts to this day, and I can't remember the exact words, but it's something along the lines of like, you can't tell somebody how they made you feel. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what the situation feels. If you hurt my feelings, and you hurt my feelings, and you don't have a right to say that there was no reason why my feelings should have been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that too, but on the flip side <laughs> of that, like understand that it can't always be an emotional response just because you were hurt yeah. by something. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it, this is me, I, I'm more of a logical thinker, so I can get in trouble in that sense of, like, yeah. arguing somebody's feelings or they're, like, I don't feel like you should be mad about that. Well, it doesn't matter because Ooh, I be made you feel that, that yeah. way. Yeah. So I, that's something that I'm currently learning. But at the same time, like, when you go through that every situation, like, every time something makes you feel a certain type of way, like, you bring it up, like, understand that that's not healthy, too, because then you're that's only true. thinking from your perspective when if you were to be open to the logical side or like a different perspective, then you may think to yourself, like after you analyze it, okay, maybe I was tripping about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've gotten very good recently because I'm a communicator. I'm an over communicator, which I think is one of my strengths. Like you're going to know where you stand with me, (laughs) but it can be a weakness also. And I've gotten to the point where I will give things 24 hours or so. And if I'm still feeling this type of way, and that will then address it versus, I guess, nitpicking and, mm-hmm. like, being yeah. like, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that. I've gotten to where you I like. You got to learn to pick your battles. Yes. I have to do you that. You got to learn to pick your battles. I, yeah. I learned that. If I've learned anything out of my, like, current relationship, it's like I have to learn to pick my battles because I'm just such a, like you said, an over-communicator. Like, I communicate about every little thing, and that's in all aspects, like, in 
like me just communicating with my friends, my relationship work. Like I'm just always have been like an over communicator. Right. Like I'm not the type of person who goes days without texting somebody back. I text back immediately. Like yeah. literally I'm an over communicator in all aspects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So picking battles has been a struggle for Ariel. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's, it's mm-hmm. both sides. So to the non communicator myself, like yeah. you have to learn when you got to pick and choose when to communicate and over communicate. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important for people who don't communicate. You have to learn to be like you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And right. sometimes you don't want to communicate, but you need to for the sake of your partner and see how mm-hmm. your over communication helps them and it creates yeah. less arguments or less stress. But then again, to the constant over communicator, understand it's like the and I always put it to like the boy that cries wolf. Mm-hmm, if you yeah. complain to me about every single issue that you have, like I'm not going to be able to differentiate the little things or the things that really don't matter to you. You are just heated in the moment to something that's really a problem because all of your complaints sound the same. Yeah. So like you may get m- even more pissed off because this is a huge issue to you, but it sounds just like two days ago when you yelled I've at me for not taking men. the trash out. I've noticed that about men because I've told like CJ before, like he's like you you not complain but he's like you fuss about the same thing mm-hmm. and i'm like no i mean like he's like you fuss about every little thing and i'm like no it's the same thing it just like it, it's like the bigger picture of things yeah. like it's it's it may be something different but it's the same principle of what we were arguing about before yeah, yeah. and i feel like with men like that sometimes doesn't like like you said it seems like we're arguing about the same thing yeah. but it's more so like no it's the principle it may be two separate things but the principle is the same and that's yeah. and to men like yeah. we'll we'll pick out that one but thing I've like yo that. i'm like no no yeah. i'm not arguing about a whole bunch of different things it's the same thing it might be a different situation and i'm guilty of that all the time yeah. like i will pick at what you just complained about in that moment mm-hmm. rather than like if i'm truly listening to what you're saying you're comparing it to something you complained about 2 weeks ago and a month ago and a year ago that is the bigger picture principle but then right. again that goes back to my point it's like there's some things that you can let go. There's some yeah. things that you don't mm-hmm. have to complain about. True. Because if it, if you do it over and over and over and over again, it just sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've gotten to the point where, and maybe that's easy for me to say because I'm not in a relationship, but I'm not about to argue with you about the same thing. <laughs> I'm just not. And like I think i kind of gone back to, I think it was our last episode, maybe it was the one before that, basically talking about, it was talking about submission, but basically talking about how like, you shouldn't reach that many impasses when you're in a marriage because you should have already talked about a lot of those things before. Then I kind of feel the same way about a relationship, obviously less serious a relationship Mm -hmm. versus a marriage. But I feel like during my talking phase, I'm going to be very intentional about things to the point where when we're in a relationship, I shouldn't have to address the same thing with you over and over and over again because while we were talking, I already told you I don't like when you don't text me for three hours when you're out because I worry. And I've already told you that and I've addressed it and if you don't fix it, then we're going to stop talking. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if I have to, there are things that are big to some people, and you can't say what's big and what's not. Yeah. And I just, for me, I'm not about to, like, you didn't text me. You didn't, and this is just an example, but like, you didn't text me. You didn't text me. You didn't text me. After so many times, you're disrespecting me. Yeah. And, ho- yeah. and I hope that whenever I am in a relationship again, that I've addressed so much of that in the talking phase that when we're in a relationship, 
We may argue, but hopefully it's not about the same thing. True. Mm-hmm. Because, but I just think communication in the beginning is so important because um, being the single person in the mix, like, <laughs> you really have to say, like, for example, I've communicated with somebody before in my past, and they said from very early on they're the jealous type, had a skirt. Had a skirt because yeah. thank you for communicating that to me. I can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, no, I don't. That's true. And I asked, I said, what do you mean by the jealous type? And he was like, I don't like sharing my attention. And I'm, got to go. Jealousy <laughs> and tell me, is yeah, a crazy tell thing me. to deal with. I can't do neither one. Yeah. Tell me from the get-go, like, stuff like that. because, And I specifically said I was very mature about it. I said, I'm a social person. I'm free-spirited. I'm going to do what I want to do. So mm-hmm. we're not going to work. So let's respect. I will respect hey, who you are and you respect who I am. Right. Because. Yeah. But that's important. Communication is in general, like. Going back to our original topic, the whole hookup culture or whatever, if you're going to talk to people, I think talking is good. I think the whole talking and getting to know people and not necessarily solidifying a relationship is good. I think you should spend time doing that. But like we said, communicate, make your intentions clear from the get-go, and be be about what your intentions are. Mm -hmm. I'm about to be 26, so at this point, my intentions may shift. I may say I don't got time to just be texting you just because. Right. That's why it's important to also understand that communication is ongoing. Like, your communication styles may change mm-hmm. over time. Um, the way that you get information across to that person, life experiences may change that person um, or where they are financially, emotionally, spiritually. Um, you just have to understand, like, the, the most important thing is not only communication, but understanding that person's form of communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love languages. Love languages. All That's of that so stuff important. is important. That's all a whole of that different stuff topic is for a whole different day. Mm-hmm. All the <laughs> things. All the things. <laughs> so generally speaking, y'all are for the hookup culture, but y'all feel like people should limit their feelings. Is that kind of the? I would say, me me personally, I'm not for the hookup. Co- I'm not for I'm not the either. hookup culture. Okay, um, okay. I did have a, a period of time when I was single in college, having my fun, experiencing like a young man experiencing my life, doing what I wanted to do, and nobody could tell me otherwise. But generally speaking, I am someone that would prefer a relationship. I'd rather spend my time with mm-hmm. somebody I get to know and, and build upon that. Um, so me personally, I have tons of friends that are all about this culture and doing mm-hmm. what they want to do. Um, but it, that all respect to them because they they live that life and they're comfortable living that life like that's what they want to do. So if, if that's what you want to do, I feel like just be honest about what your intentions are from the get-go because it may not work with that person, but there's plenty of people out here that will be fine and dandy with what you want to do. Yeah, I agree with that. You get to know a lot about yourself, though, in mm-hmm. that. In the, if you That's ever have true. done the hookup culture phase of life, you get to know a lot about That's yourself. That's very true. What you want, what you don't want. You may be better in your relationship because you know what That's you want true. and what you don't, don't want. Don't feel pressure to get into a relationship if you're not right. in that state of being in a relationship. Like It's mm-hmm. completely fine to be a part of the hookup culture because, like you said, you find out a lot about yourself. Right. Yeah. I think we should post, though, on the page. I really am curious to know... Not e- Well, I know there are people, but if there are people who have a deep resentment towards somebody they were never in a relationship with, and why? 
I know I'm really people. curious to. I mean, me too. But I'm really curious to hear the actual details surrounding why you feel that strongly against that person who you really don't have any legitimate ties to, mm-hmm. or never had any legitimate ties to. I think we should post that and see what people say because I'm curious. Yeah, I want to know too. Because it is. There's a lot of people who like, I hate him. I'll I'll key his car. Da, da, da. And we're never with this man. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. even. Confused. Yeah. Confused. <laughs> they confused. Confused. Don't key my car. Right. Yeah. Whether we together or not. I'm glad I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> I never key the car. No. Why? Just for the record. Mm-mm. I never key car either. Mm-mm. That's a bit much. Bit much. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, Jay, we appreciate you coming back on the pod. No We're going to have to have it. you again. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> I've literally been talking this whole episode. I can't wait for y'all to We've listen. Been talking. No, I mean, anyways. Anyways. All right, y'all. We're signing <laughs> off. <laughs> We'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. We hope you all have a great rest of your week. And until next time.